and that's something to really keep in mind as men. If you just say, I am this, this is my job, and I like going to the gym or I like whatever, crossfitting or sport, nature, something, whatever, no one cares. I've done so much interesting shit, you know? I get paid to put a dildo in a woman's anus in front of billionaires and then make her squirt on their faces accidentally sometimes. Okay, so if it's that interesting, I can just say the what. But <laughs> you don't want to know the why, really, do you? But people will only care about your what if you explain your why. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. I wish to see, meet, you. I wish to let you know why I'm here, because I'm a man and you're a pretty lady. I need to find out something real about you. You need to know something real about me. Hopefully we like each other, and then I'd like to take you on a continuing adventure. That's the story, right? So if we, you're in an interaction, you're like, what do I say? Well, what are things that are going to hit those story beats? It's not the only ones, you know, there's all sorts of other variations on the narrative, but then it's kind of simple. I can give you a rudimentary example of it. Okay, so, excuse me, lady, before you leave my life, please don't. I have to introduce myself. I'm James. You look, this is the best compliment I've ever said, and I just said it to her. What is the plan right now? You're in a little bit of a rush? Okay. I'm going to walk with you to the end of the street so we can get to know each other a little bit. All right, what are you doing right now? Okay, because that's small talk, but this is where we sync up a vibe. This is about just generally being in the same space as somebody. Guys often think they need to get into this deep, what's the most important values to you kind of questions. You know, weird questions that strange uncles might ask. So, where are you at right now? I need to contribute something back. Here's where I'm at right now. Most guys I teach, except for the Americans, are really bad at talking about themselves. (laughs) Which is a compliment to the Americans. Yeah. So, I need to give a bit of my what. And if I give my what, I give my why. Right. You know what I'm really into right now? Olive trees. If I stop there, people are like, okay, you know why? Because there are synthesis between man and plant that has lasted all of almost all civilizations. They're completely fascinating. In the wild, they'll only live 80, 100 years. But when they're cultivated by generation after generation, they will live thousands of years. Now, it's kind of, now people are like, olive trees are kind of interesting. Yeah. And that's something to really keep in mind as men. If you just say... I am this, this is my job, and I like going to the gym or I like whatever, crossfitting or sport, nature, something, whatever. No one cares. I've done so much interesting shit, you know. I get paid to put a dildo in a woman's anus in front of billionaires and then make her squirt on their faces accidentally sometimes. (laughs) Okay, so if it's that interesting, I can just say the what. But (laughs) you don't want to know the why, really, do you? But... People will only care about your what if you explain your why. You know, how do you feel about this? What does it mean to you? What's fascinating about it to you? So it's something you can go away and think about. Like, what are all the things that I like and do and have a practice at explaining why, how that actually affects you, what that means to you? Because then she can start to feel your masculine passion, right? She can actually see what, the man behind the facts or the resume, right? So I'm doing the same thing to a woman. What are you into right now? She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, if you're studying and working, is that something that's really important to you? Or is there something that's really important to you? Okay, I'm going to get to the thing that's important to her. All right. Well, tell me more about that. Okay, is there more? Why? Does that make you feel X? Oh, you seem to be 
this kind of person? Assumptions or questions that dig deeper. Okay, because this is the part of the story where it's like, I want to get to know you. I don't like, yes, I need some facts, but I need the understanding of the woman. You know, what is her day-to-day experience? What is her feelings like? What is her personality like? It's much better to ask a question like, are you sneaky? Than it is to ask, what are you studying? Right? Because everyone's a bit sneaky. Right? That, now I'm going to find out something about her, right? As opposed to what she does. And I can tell you a million different variations, but you can start to fill those in yourself once you start thinking about, all right, what do I actually want to know about her? And if and for them, sometimes I get men who are like, I just want to have sex with her. I'm like, you're in the wrong workshop, right? Because you do, I'm sure Zan's talked about, this is the kind of vibe I get off Zan, is that like men who are great seducers are very, very interested in women. They're fascinated by them. They love women in general, right? Not all, all the time. Some are cunts. Some are assholes, the same as with men. I don't like all men. I don't like all women, but I like the feminine. Like I like women. I'm fascinated by them. There was a while where I, I was in a bar once and I just was chatting with this girl. I said, what's it like being a woman? And it was a, we had a really interesting chat <laughs> because she gave me a perspective on something and because it was so true for me. You know, it's like, I, what is this experience like of the feminine? So, you know, in terms of like, where am I going in my conversation? Is what I'm doing moving through one of those story beats, right? Or am I just randomly like asking random questions, like hoping something will stick? No, it's like, does this thing, does what I'm saying right now tell her something about me or find out something real about her? Is the ever-present ambience of I'm a man and you're a woman and that's why I'm here present? Which is where, you know, a lot of guys do self-censor, okay, whether it's society or upbringing or whatever, okay, those, I mean, I'm not denying people's lived experiences, but if you can feel your cock and balls and then project that out through your eyes, whatever weird visual that gives you, okay. Now everyone's thinking about balls popping out like red and stimpy or something. But it's like, that's ever present when I'm in an interaction where I want it to be present, right? It's not that I'm like always staring at her with sex eyes, but I am seeing her from her feminine and I am unashamed about the many aspects of what it is to be masculine. Because masculinity is not just sex drive, right? I mean, that is a, a very powerful raw force, right? But all of us, uh, I was talking with one gen yesterday about we were commiserating or we we're like chatting about that we were both brought up by single mothers in like a very feminine environment, right? Now, I'm actually really grateful to that because I learned so much about the feminine. I had to go and figure out the many aspects of masculine later, right? But that gave me a sense of artistry, a sense of emotional empathy, a sense of awareness to the shifting moods of the feminine and so on. So, like, don't be too reductive about what we think masculinity means, that it means toughness, rawness, sexuality, unbridled sexuality all the time. No, right? We, we are all multidimensional beings with, it, with elements of masculine and feminine. And those things are really just uh, symbolic labels for us to help navigate anyway, right? So what are some aspects of the masculine that I'm playing with when I'm with a, in an interaction or a seduction or a date or whatever? It's holding solidity and holding space. It's probing. It's solving small issues. We walk into the cafe and it's totally full. And then I go, fuck it. Let's just go and grab a bottle of wine and go and sit on a park bench. Problem solved, right? That's the kind of thing that is a masculinity in action, which means that, okay, she gets to experience leadership and why do people follow leaders? Because it's good for them or they have to, right? And women don't have to follow you, right? So if the leadership request makes her life better then that's why she likes a man who's confident or knows what he wants, not because she's like happy for him that he knows what he wants. It's because then, cool, when I'm with him, things are going to happen. Problems are going to be solved. Fun's going to be had. 
you know, when the time comes to take the bra off, even if he doesn't know what he's doing, he's going to say, no, I don't know, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. <laughs> By the way, it's like that. That's how you do it. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. I mean, how do you switch from friendliness to that uh, sexual vibe? There's a number of things, but primarily it is in the intention and the eye contact. Okay. So let me do it to you. All right. No, no. Let... <laughs> You have to say yes, so it's consensual. All right, good. <laughs> so I'm at a friendly vibe and it's, I'm seeing you as your human self and I like you and uh, you've got a cute scarf and that's lovely, all right? And then there's a shift where I go into the black of your eye, yeah? And I lower my center, like my awareness comes down to generally here, yeah? And I'm not deliberately trying to change the tonality of my voice now but it's changing right because now i'm in seduction you know it's a choice it's a choice to shift into a particular type of phase and then the way that i speak my gesturing my tonality will tend to follow that's something that's practiced for sure right like and at first you you try that and you'll be like sex staring am i doing the thing okay yeah this is this is also about embodiment this is also really about You know, I've done a lot of meditation, a lot of work with Tantra. I've gazed into many women's eyes and I've had, you know, sex with a few. So, yeah, like it's something that like one thing maybe I'll leave you with is that for the majority of women, their sexuality, like the, their imminent present sexuality is not activated until is activated in response to the masculinity. Right. So it's like I'm very unlikely to say some clever words that will turn her on. Gareth might be able to, he has, he is able to, but it will be the rawness of the male that tends to then activate the female, right? Do women get, you know, horny alone? Yes. You know, it's, can they go out on a night and be in a state where they are frisky? Yes. But so much of the time, and this is especially important to know in longer term relationships, right? Often the, the sexual spark or polarity can dissipate over time. And that could be for a variety of reasons, but one of the most common ones is that she doesn't feel his hunger anymore, right? She doesn't feel the rapacious, almost aggressive sexual desire coming from him. That is the thing typically that triggers a woman, and it will, it'll trigger her in one of two directions, the nope, right? And that's good because then she, it means that if you get solid rejections, it means that your messages were clear, which is really good. I mean, it doesn't always feel good, right? But... The ones where you're having the pleasant chat and then we exchange Instagrams because we might stay in touch is not actually, I mean, is not, it's, that's not a good thing to practice, right? It's, it's better to have situations where women go, oh, well, uh, no, I've got a boyfriend because she felt the rawness and the realness of, of your sexual desire. Now, of course, this all has to be calibrated. Again, I'm not suggesting walking down the street, like leering and blazing sex eyes. We are gentlemen after all, right? But it tends to, you know, my standard or let's say a common narrative thread is it starts with warmth and friendliness and appreciation and then there's something about her that grew upon me right because in order to really want a woman i need to know her 
yes, I could want to fuck a billboard, you know, as some random like female form, right? But to actually really desire a woman, like to be really hungry for her, I have to know something that's unique to her. Right? And that is what I would say most or if not all women are craving is to be seen, not by all men, but, you know, the men that she's into, as a unique sexual object. Not only, right, all sorts of other things to do with being human, but to be actually seen from that perspective, right? So when I drink her in, when I, when I eat her with my eyes, you know, when I'm really, really present with the touch of my, just the touch of the hand on the, on the inner wrist, you know, and that, and that sends tingles up both our spines, right? This is, this is you know, the realm of the actual lover and women are, uh, gravitate towards that type of man because there are so few of them, right? There are so, and there are many, many who wish to be and just don't really know what, they're just artificially putting, or they have had them put all sorts of blocks and checks on being able to, you know, release this rawness in a calibrated way. Women need it, right? And we're not here as charity workers, but we are here as empathy workers, right? Because we're, we're not going and sacrificing ourselves at the altar of women. But there is a lot of pain individually and on large scales between men and women. Lots of trauma, lots of misunderstanding, lots of disconnection. And are there global issues at play within this? Yeah. But we can't, you cannot fucking change those things. Uh, and it's pointless. Like... In 20, 30 years' time, if you look back and you think, I spent a large amount of the 2010s and teens being angry about some gender wars shit that was only being fought by the most extreme ends of society, you will have wasted parts of your life. Because no one will give you any medals and you won't feel good about that. You'll just be like, I should have, it would have been better just being fucking watching TV. It's like, it's pointless. We have the ability to heal between individuals. We have the, the ability to, un to understand her and for her to understand you. All right, we have the potential ability to create beautiful love affairs and to, and to have heartbreaks and to, you know, yes, to have experienced the shit that comes along with that because that's part of it, all right? We are like, I do not envy the guys that grew up in the like red pill, this, you know, the young dudes now thinking like, oh, all women are strange and evil and I'm going to boycott them. Dude, you just stole your chance to be heartbroken, to write shitty poetry, yeah? To whinge and cry, to pick yourself up, to go, I'll never love again, to, you know, become tough and work out, and then to, like, meet a girl that's actually quite nice, and then to start something else, you know, all of that. Don't rob yourself of that over an ideology or over this is the way hard men and women are this and women will always and men will always. Fuck that. Have your own stories. Thank you. The rector never teaches how to build connection and... And also emotional intimacy. No, no, because it's it's adversarial, right? Because it's it suggests that we are at war. I mean, sure, we you could say that we're all at war. You know, all sides against all sides. Yeah, it's dog eat dog. You know, law of the jungle. Yeah, it is, but it's also laws of symbiosis. You know, tribal affiliations, love affairs, all those things exist. Choose where you're going to put your focus because we only got one shot, probably. Thank you, everybody. I'm James Marshall. 
Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.